everybody. Hola, hola a todos. ¿Cómo están? How are you doing? Um, thank you so much for being here with us on the fourth episode of Spanish with Carla. How was your week? I hope it was awesome. Um, I hope you had a lot of stuff done, that you had a really nice time joining with your family, your friends, whoever you want to enjoy your time with. Um, and I am so, so thankful and happy that you are here and you are joining us. And I hope that you had some time to listen to the previous uh, podcast and episodes to kind of recap on all the information that we have learned. It's already adding up. So, you know, you have at least 20 vocabulary words to go and check out. And, uh, and today I actually want to continue on sort of the words that we learned. So if you remember last week, we learned how to call We were talking about people. The 10 words were, were all related, you know, to people. You know, a man, a woman, a baby, a young person or an older person or a mister or whatever, right? Now, <clears throat> let's go back to those words because I'm going to teach you. This is going to be a little grammatic-ish, but it doesn't matter. We are going to do it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to make it easy and simple for you, or at least as easy as possible. Okay? Now, uh, you know that, like here, we have I. Let's use the same phrase in English and Spanish so you can compare. Okay? I am a woman. Okay? Yo soy una mujer. Did you get that? Did you catch it? Yo, which means I, is spelled Y as in yo-yo, O as in Oscar. Yo, okay? In Spanish, Y doesn't sound ya. It sounds j. It was my... Okay, let me tell you this story. Oh, my God. You are going to say, oh, my God, this woman. Um, and I, I probably shouldn't be talking about this because I don't know what age people listen to this, but it doesn't matter. Okay, you know those little drinks, right, that you make with gelatin, right? So for some reason, I always thought that the word jello meant Yellow, the color, because I didn't understand the difference between the Y and the and the J. So then the first party that I went and got some of those drinks, you know, those chuts, um, I go like, oh, that's so silly. You know, they're yellow chuts. Why do I have a, a green one and a red one? I didn't understand the difference, okay? So don't feel bad if you ever get confused with this and that word, right? It happened to me, so... I didn't know, I, I didn't know the difference between yellow as per the gelatin or the yellow as per the color. So I was flabbergasted. Why did I get some red and green of those drinks? Um, and then I finally, my friend, before she stopped laughing her you know what off, finally <laughs> explained to me that it was not the color yellow, yellow, it was actually gelatin and blah, blah, blah. And I finally learned, oh, wow, the enigma got figured out. So anyways, 
uh, all I'm trying to say is when you say in Spanish, you're not going to say yo, okay? No, because you see the Y and the O, O, you're going to say yo, yo, yo. That means I, yo soy, S-O-Y. You see, in this case, the Y is, it has that soft sound like a letter I, right? Why? Because it's at the end of the word. Yo soy, I am a woman, una, you, as an umbrella, and as a Nancy, a as an apple, una mujer, okay? This is, I'm giving you the easy part because most of the time when you're talking about sentences in Spanish, everything is going to be backwards. In this case, I'm teaching you the easy stuff here because it's almost, it goes almost the same as it goes in English. I am a woman, yo soy una mujer. Now, let's do the same sentence and say, use it with the word hombre, yo soy. Same beginning, okay? Yo soy un. You as an umbrella and as a Nancy. Hombre. You see the difference? Mujer, woman, is una mujer. Hombre is un hombre. Okay? So it's the same sentence, okay? Same sentence. And the only difference is going to be the vowel at the end of un or una. Did you get that? That's what is going to, you know, say un hombre, una mujer. Everything else is going to be pretty much the same. All right. Now, um, what happened? Let's continue using the, those uh, words that we were using. And then we're going to go to a different person. Okay. So how about... You were talking about niño and niña. And I'm not going to spell because it's the same thing. Yo soy una niña. Okay? You see that? Una niña. Yo soy un niño. So we're going to differentiate the gender of the person um, regarding, you know, with the vowels. If it's an A for a feminine, if it's an O for a masculine. Okay, and um, that just that's just has to do with grammar, you guys. Um, now, what happened when, let's say there was there is a baby speaking. You know, remember I told you that it's called bebé. Okay, bebé is a word that you can use for a baby girl or a baby boy. Okay, the difference is, let's say the baby is speaking. Okay, and we're talking about we're gonna say yo soy una. Bebe, or yo soy un bebe. And that is going to make the difference in if it's a baby boy or a baby girl. Much easier for you because you don't need to girl, you don't need to say bebe niño, bebe niña. No, 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 no. Just by saying un or una, you are specifying if you're talking about a baby girl or a baby boy. Okay, I hope I'm not going too fast, but I really want to because I have a lot of persons to talk to. You know, we need to do I and you need to do you and all that. Uh, and this is practice for you. Let's let's say um, 
let's use the same thing with señor and señora, okay? Yo soy una señora. Una señora. Yo soy un señor. Oh, which makes me remember something. There is another word that uh, you can use in Spanish uh, regarding this, okay? And this word actually means young lady, okay? You can say, let's say you're talking about a girl that was just, you know, there playing around, whatever, a, a lady that was just there coming out of school, walking, somebody that, I don't want to say you disrespect, but it's more an informal way to say young lady, or a young adult, that, that's going to be muchacha. Remember, we learned those words uh, last episode, muchacho and muchacha. Now, if you want to say young lady, like in a more formal way, then you say señorita, señorita. I'm going to spell it for you because I'm going to tell you a story after this. S as in Sam, E as an elephant, Ñ, remember that letter N with the tilde on top, O as an Oscar, R as an rabbit, I as an igloo, T as an tomato, A as an apple. Okay? So, señora is an older person, older woman, or married woman. Okay? Señorita is this uh, lady that is single and, you know what I mean, and is younger and all that. Now, I'm going to tell you this. There's many people that I've known that um that they speak uh Spanish and one of them was actually my oldest kiddo um which by the way congratulations he just graduated from college and you know I love him with all my heart um and well I love both of my kiddos with all my heart but I just wanted to congratulate him because he just graduated from college and I am a very proud mama um so he uh, he wanted to be so respectful to to people when we went to Mexico for vacations. And he said, Señora D, Señora D. And I just had to pull him. I said, baby, no, stop. So this is a young girl that is there selling ice cream or something. Um, I would say she was 20 or 18. I don't know, like a really young girl. And he's there saying, Senora, can, can I have these? And I'm like, no. I said, look, I'm going to tell you something. It doesn't matter if you don't know the name of the person and you want to go and ask for something and you're going to go and say, Senora, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you an advice that I gave my kiddo. Don't call them Senora. Make an effort. It doesn't matter if the lady is 100 years old. It doesn't matter. Call them Senorita. And you are going to get what you want. Everybody likes to be called a young lady rather than ma'am. Am I lying to you? Answer now. No, I'm not lying. There is a big difference between if somebody, when I went to Boston with my kiddo and I saw these people calling me miss, I felt so happy and young. I'm serious. You know, no joking here. And here, so like, yes, ma'am. And it's like, okay, yeah, I know. I'm in my 40s and this and that. So you don't need to remind me every time, right? <laughs> so, I mean, like I say, it is what it is. But honestly, you go to those Latin American countries or Spain or whatever Spanish speaker country you go, and you call this lady at the store trying to sell something or whatever, or you want to ask a lady, where to find something? Say, remember when we learned donde está el taxi? Remember that? Two episodes ago? 
Okay. So if you go and say, Señorita, ¿dónde está el taxi? Then more likely that lady, no matter what age she is, is going to stop, listen to you, and respond to you. If you say, Señora, I don't know. You see what I mean? Because there's a lot of people that are older, but they're single, and they don't want to be called Señora. So safe side, every time you see a lady and you want to ask something, just call them señorita and make yourself a favor and you're going to be on the safe side. Now, I know what you're going to ask. What if you see a guy and I don't want to call them señor because it's a younger guy? Okay, like the, the old, we don't really use señorito, okay? I mean, señorito is what, this is more like a, a term that people use when they're super rich, okay? Imagine this super mega rich family and they have like a butler and these a bunch of maids and stuff. So that young guy that, you know, the, the, the couple's son, all the people that serves the house, they call them señorito. But don't go to the store and call a young guy señorito, please. That's not... That's not, you, they don't roll that, that way. That's, it's a different, again, it, it, does it make sense? No, I know it doesn't. But I'm just teaching you the way it is, right? So when you go to a store or you're on the street and you want to ask something to somebody, uh, so, to a guy that is a younger person, or it doesn't matter if it's older, the way you want to call them is joven. See, I'm teaching you a word that wasn't on my notes, okay? Joven. Joven is spelled J-O-V as in Victor, E as an elephant, N as in Nancy. Joven. Remember that J, the J, sounds ha. So, joven. Joven literally means young. That's what joven means. It means young. But when you call a, a man... When you call them joven, you're doing the same thing that you do with señorita with a girl or with a woman, okay? That's just the way it's used. Uh, I'm going to try to do some research and see where all that stuff came from. But in the meantime, I'm just going to show you that if you want to ask a man that is there for an address or where is this, where is that, uh, instead of, I mean, if he's an older guy and you want to say señor, you can but if he's a younger guy and you say, Señor, you probably make them feel, oh, my God, I look so old. I don't know. It's, they're still going to answer to you. Or, okay, so you can also say, if it's a younger person, you can also say, hey, muchacho, ¿dónde está el taxi? And he's, he's going to answer. You can also say that. But if you want to know a, a nicer way, kind of like señorita is, is joven. J-O-V-E-N. Joven. ¿Dónde está el taxi? And then you're going to make him feel better, younger. You know what I mean? So, okay, after all that blah, 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 you know, how much blah, blah, blah I have. Oh, my goodness. Um, then we, I think that we have had enough examples of the yo soy una señorita, yo soy un joven, of the, of the person I am, okay, yo, I. Now let's go with you. Okay, I'm going to trick you. I'm going to, it's going to be a little tricky right here because of what I told you, the respectful, formal way. They, uh, in the books here, they call it formal, but it's, it's just, it's basically more a respectful way. 
um, you, my youngest uh, kiddo talks to me like that way. And I, I keep like, no, baby, you can just say too. But he always use usted. When, when he's talking to me many times, he switches actually back and forth. But many times, instead of saying tú, he says usted. And it's it's a loving thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's just like a respect thing. I never ask my kids to talk to me like that. But if they want to do it, I mean, it's, it's up to them. Um, so uh, it was it was used more in the in, in the older, you know, times, you know, like 1900s. And it was no way that a kid tell a parent tú, T-U. They have to say usted, you as an umbrella, S as in Sam, T as in Tom, E as an elephant, D as in dog. Let me give you an example of before we start combining these with these words. Do you remember um, that we did that como estas and bien y tú? Remember those questions that we did? Okay, let's use an example with usted, okay? So if you want to make it really, it's enough to say, como estas, okay? And I, and But if you want to ask somebody in a formal way, and you want to make it really formal, you want to say, como esta usted? That you're adding that you that you don't really need, but you're using it to emphasize the fact, I respect you. You see what I mean? Again, you don't have to do it. This is, I'm just showing you an example in how this would work. Okay? So if you want to ask, let's let's use tú and usted in different examples. Okay? So let's start with usted es una mujer. <sighs> yes, I know. I know what you're thinking. It's it's a little com a little complexity here right here, but don't feel bad. We're gonna get through it, okay? Usted. And I already I already show you how to spell the word usted. You can actually do like a usted U S T E D slash two if you want to, but this is the difference, okay? Usted es. You see how you say E S, una mujer. Now. Listen to this. This is important. Now, we're talking to somebody that we trust, that we don't have to put all that formality to. You know what I mean? And then we're going to say, tú, T as in tomato, U as an umbrella, space. Now, instead of saying S, we're going to say, E as an elephant, R as in rabbit, E as an elephant, S as in Sam. Tú eres una mujer. Now, I'm only going to give you this example as per the usted and the two, because you probably are not going to use usted a lot. If you need more information, I'm going to just give you an example on the one of the ones that you're going to use on different, you know, like two and I mean usted and they and this and that. I just want you to know how to spell it and to have an idea. And if you want, to learn more about this, you can send us an email or um, you can, uh, you know, let us know. And I, I can probably place the whole conjugation for the word usted 
That way you can learn more about it. Or we can come back and touch it in another episode. Right now, I don't want to confuse you. I just want you to learn most of the persons without getting confused with the formal um, method or the formal form. That sounds a little weird. But um, so I just want you to have this example and that's it. But let's go to two. Tú eres una mujer. Tú eres, remember, T-U-E-R-E-S. Tú eres un hombre. Did you catch the difference? Una, un. Remember, don't forget that. Tú eres una mujer. Tú eres un hombre. Tú eres un niño. Tú eres una niña. Tú eres un bebé. Tú eres una bebé. Tú eres una señorita. Tú eres un joven. Tú eres un señor. Tú eres una señora. Okay? So, now, let's, we have already, I, yo soy, I am, yo soy, you are, tú eres. Now, let's go with... Okay, so let's not go with the it form of it right now because that's going to be more complicated. It's, it is more complicated in Spanish than it is in English. Okay, so let's go with the um, they. Okay, and that's going to be ellos. Okay, now ellos is spelled E as an elephant, L as in lorry. Another L as in Lori, O as in Oscar, S as in Sam. Now, the tricky part about this is that in Spanish, ellos only means a multiple male people. So this is masculine. If you want to say they as per feminine, a group of uh, feminine people, woman, you're going to say ellas. E as an elephant, L as in Lori, L as in Lori, A as an apple, S as in Sam. So ellos y ellas. Do you realize how the double L also makes the sound J? Do you see that? I have seen many people. Okay, so do you remember that song from George Strait? I'm by morning. No, George Strait. Sorry, he has double L, so it is amarillo. <laughs> I mean, like, if George Strait cares if I tell him that, but I'm just telling you that's the right way. I mean, that's a Spanish word, so I believe it should be pronounced amarillo because it's just, that means yellow, right, in Spanish. Well, that's another episode. So, basically, that's the way it is. Ellos, if you see in Spanish a double L, automatically the sound is J, basically like the, the J sound, right? Like jello, or that's basically what, what it is. So remember, the, the J sound in English, you're going to find it in Spanish when you use the Y or when you have the double L behind a vowel, okay? It's going to make that J, ellos. Ellas, okay? No, so now let's do this. Ellos son hombres. Are you taking note of these words? 
because this is very important. Remember, when you're talking about yourself, yo soy. When you're talking about your friend or whoever, tú eres. Okay? Now, uh, when we're talking about, say, somebody else, well, let me finish ellos and then I show you él y en ella. Ellos would be, ellos son. S as in Sam, O as in Oscar, N as in Nancy. That means they are. Okay? Now, if you want to say they, this group of girls or women are, then you say ellas son. Okay? Ellas son mujeres. Ellos son hombres. Ellos son bebés. Now, remember that on the bebés example, we always had to put the un or the una to differentiate the sex of the baby in this, in this case, of the gender of the baby, in this case. Well, when we're talking about multiple babies, then, okay, so if you have a mixed group of babies, basically you have baby girls and baby boys, you just say ellos son bebés. Same word, son, ellos. If you have a group of only uh, baby boys, you also say, ellos son bebés. Now, if you have a group of only baby girls, you're going to say, ellas son bebés. In this case, we're not going to have the un en una to differentiate. So who is going to make the difference on the gender is going to be ellas. The vowel is there anyways, letting you, letting you know the gender of the subject or the gender of the person you're talking about or the people you're talking about, okay? Is this very complicated? I hope not. Just breathe, breathe, and uh, try to associate this with the Spanish, with the English version, and that way you're not going to feel frustrated. Um, if it helps, repeat it several times. Yo soy, I am, yo soy. You are, tú eres. Ellos son, they are. And also, remember that if it's, uh, we're trying to say the, the, fem the feminine gender, we're going to say ellas son. Now, let's talk about the third person on this, and that's going to be ella y él, which is basically she and he, right? So it's going to be basically the same concept, okay? And I don't know why I jumped to the plural. I just I just taught on the it version and I didn't think on the other one. I'm sorry about that. But you know what? You're so smart. You can, you, you just going to catch it just like nothing, okay? So... Let's do this. Let's go with él y ella. So él is going to be E as an elephant with an accent on top of the E. L as in Lori. L, L. Now, ella, which means, you know, chi, or is going to be E as an elephant, L as in Lori, L as in Lori, A as an apple. Ella. So let's do the same example again. El es, you remember that? The same, you know, es in there? 
Él es un hombre. He is a man. Él y él es y es an elephant. Es es an Sam and then un hombre. I'm not spelling those because we already spelled them and you already know how to do that. So I want to give you more examples on this person so you, you know, pick it up better. So él es un hombre and then ella, E-L-L-A, es, same word, E-S, una mujer. Ella es una mujer. Now, we can also say, it, um, if we want to say, él es un niño. Ella es una niña. Again, I'm not spelling it because we already have done this. Now, él es un bebé. Ella es una bebé. Él es un señor. Ella es una señora. Good job. Did you repeat all of that? You are so smart. Okay, so let's get all this straight again. Recap real fast. Yo soy una mujer. Tú eres un hombre. Then ella es una bebé. Él es un señor. Ellos son unos niños. How about that one? Ah, I threw you a curb one, right? Okay, let's, let's analyze that one. Ellos son unos niños. What do you see different from, you know, the the other con the other example that that we saw when we when we said ellos son hombres? You don't need the unos in there, but when you say ellos son unos niños, you are making not only the fact that they are masculine with unos, but you are also because you have an s at the end. Did you see that? So if you say, él es un niño, right? Él es un niño. Now let's make it plural masculine. Ellos son unos niños. Unos. You as an umbrella, N as an Nancy, O as an Oscar, S as an Sam. Ellos son Unos niños. Okay? Again, if you are trying to say, you know, another example, and you say, for example, ellos son hombres. And if you say, ellos son unos hombres, it's not wrong. It's just not common. And it's probably not grammatically correct unless you want to emphasize something. But it's still, it's still not going to, everybody's going to be able to understand you. So if that helps you not to get confused, when do I use unos and when don't I don't use unos? If that helps you, then use unos if you want to. When, as, as, as we are advancing and you start learning and get familiar with the phrases, then it's going to, it's going to be easier for you to understand when to use it and when not. And I'm going to give you more rules that I don't want to give you now because it's confusing enough. Until this day, there are still phrases that I don't know why I use certain words in English. Um, and honestly, I 
at some point, I was trying to find grammar rules, and then I realized something about English, and I'm not criticizing anybody, okay, you guys? So I don't want you to think that. I found out that in English, there is more exceptions than rules. So I just I just started memorizing as much as I could and, and tried to learn it, you know, as, as I heard it, and, and try memorizing more than understanding. Have you heard that phrase? It's like, don't love me, just... Oh, don't understand me. Don't try to understand me. Just love me. Okay, that's what I did with English. I just, I just embraced it and I just started learning and memorizing without trying to understand everything. So for right now, like I said, on the unos or unas, I'm going to give you that example just so you listen to it. Ella es una niña. Okay, ella es una niña. She is a girl. Ellas son unas niñas. Can you hear that S at the end? They are girls, right? So you see how in English you also say, she is a girl. How about when you talk about many girls? You just say, they are girls, right? You, you, I don't think you say anything else in between R and girls. So if I'm wrong, please correct me. Send this feedback and I'll correct it. You know, I can say I said something wrong. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. So same in Spanish. Okay. She is a girl. Ella es una niña. But now in Spanish, you say they are girls. In English, I'm, I'm sorry. Ellas son unas niñas. Son, S-O-N, remember that? Then unas, U-N-A-S. Ellas son unas niñas. Now, it is also correct to say ellas son niñas. It actually sounds much better to say ellas son niñas. You don't need the unas in there, okay? So again, it's all about how it accommodates to your conversation, and and it, it would work anyways, but it just sounds better, more makes sense. Ellas son unas niñas. So we have learned I am, you are, uh, she is, he is, and they are. Now, uh, when you are talking about you, plural, right? You see how we say you are a woman, right? And, and, or, or if you're talking about many, you say you are woman, wo women, right? So then, sorry, that's my accent, you guys. I remember, I speak Spanglish, but I'm talking about the women with uh, W-O-M-E-N, right? Plural. So then you're going to say ustedes. I know that's more complicated. Are you ready? Get your pencil or your marker or your computer. And that's going to be... You as an umbrella, S as in Sam, T as in tomato, E as an elephant, D as in dog, E as an elephant, S as in Sam. Ustedes. Okay? So do you remember that I told you that the formal way to say you in Spanish is usted? 
So for some reason, the plural way to say you sounds very familiar, very similar to usted. You just add es. Ustedes. That you can use for you, plural, men or, or male or woman or masculine and feminine. Ustedes son hombres. Ustedes son mujeres. Ustedes son niños. Ustedes son niñas. You see how um, you use the same exact word to say that. That means, you know, now what happens when you're trying to say we? Are you ready for that? Or probably I should wait a little bit. Nah, you know what? Like I said, you're smart. Let's do we. Okay? That's that's very important. And and let me tell you this. Right now, it might sound like a lot. However, if you actually practice and repeat it and use it, even if it's to yourself in the mirror, just 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 stand up in front of the mirror and say, Tú eres una mujer, whatever. You know, just practice and practice the words. When you pick this up, you are basically halfway through. It's going to make your life much easier because this, you're going to use it so much. The same way that you use I am, you are, they are, we are, all that in English. You know that when you learn that, you you got like a big part of that, that bottle won because you already know how to identify people, genders, amounts, you know, quantity of people and, and all that. That makes a big part of your conversation, conversational um, English or Spanish. So again, this might sound like a lot, but don't get disappointed, okay? Just practice and you'll get there, all right? So now let's go to we, all right? And we in Spanish, you say, Nosotros, Ennis and Nancy, Oas and Oscar, Esas and Sam, Oas and Oscar, Tias and Tomato, Aras and Rabbit, Oas and Oscar, Esas and Sam. Nosotros, okay? Nosotros means we. Now, in Spanish, Normally, or until many years ago, you could you could use nosotros for both. Nosotros somos hombres. Somos is another way that you can use the verb be. You know what I mean? Like I am, you are, we are. So it's somos. Esas and Sam, Oas and Oscar, Emma's and Mary. Oas and Oscar, Esas and Sam. Somos. That word is not going to change. It doesn't matter if you're talking feminine or masculine. Somos stays the same. Nosotros somos hombres. You see, you don't need to say unos in there. Okay, just nosotros somos hombres. Now, there are some new uh, ways that uh, some people use the word nosotras um, and you can do it. But if you say nosotros somos mujeres, nobody is going to say anything. It still works. Um, 
I think it's some more after the 60s. I think it was more with liberation and, and all that, you know, freedom and stuff that they people started using nosotras also. And you're free to, you know what I mean? You can do it if you feel better. I mean, to me, it really doesn't matter. I normally use nosotros all the time, but you can use nosotras, which is the same word, N-O-S-O-T-R-A-S. Nosotras somos mujeres. So just for practice sake, I'm going to use both, okay? Nosotros somos niños. Nosotras somos niñas. Nosotros somos bebés. Nosotras somos bebés. Nosotros somos, catch this, señores. Señores. It's the same word, S-E-N-O-R. And then that was señor, remember? So you, all you're going to do is add an E as an elephant and an S as in Sam, E-S, would make it plural. Señores, okay? Nosotros somos señores. Nosotras somos señoras. Same concept. Señora, you just add an S. So basically, most of the time when it's the, the, the masculine word, you're going to have the, the, to add the ES, ES. And if it's the feminine word, you're going to only have to add an S or S, as in Sam. Okay? Nosotros somos señores. Okay. So basically, we have covered pretty much all the, the persons, right, that, that you're going to use. Now, you know that uh, there is another uh, conjugation of the verbs that, uh, but it is with or, or the subject, which is the one that they use in Spain, which is vosotros. I am not going to go into that. Number one, because in the United States, you, it's going to be, you're probably not going to use it. If you live in Europe and like England or or anywhere in Europe and you're trying to learn Spanish, the Spanish that you're going to use in Europe and you need this um, this uh, person, the, the whole, you know, conjugation and all that, please send us some feedback and I will be happy to send that for you. Um, now, for the purposes here in the United States, I don't think we're going to use it at all. Nobody says vosotros and it is another story, you know, like um, the verbs change so much, the, the, the V verbs change so much and um, it, it's, it's complicated. So, Let's just stick with that. Now, what happens if you if you're talking about a dog or a cat or something like that? What if you want to say see how in English you say it is a dog, right? Okay. So in Spanish, we don't have an it thing per se. We use simply the same person as he and she. If we're talking about a dog that is a male dog, we say, él es un perro. Okay? Él es un perro. Same exact conjugation we used before for él es un niño. Okay? See how much we love animals? No, just kidding. It's just the way grammar is in Spanish. Um, 
Uh, ella es una gata, which means cat, right? I'm going to show you how to say, spell those words later in another episode. So don't, don't get like, oh my God, she didn't spell that word. Yeah, I will. Because that's another story that we need to talk about when you have two R's on the same words. That's why I don't want to confuse you anymore today. Uh, I think your brain is already going like 300 miles an hour and I don't want to add more to that. So, um, so that's all I want to tell you, you know, the, the in Spanish, you're not going to have, um, at the, it, it's going to be el or ella when you're talking about things. Okay. Uh, or things like, a like a dog or a cat or, you know, something like that. So let's work on the examples real fast. And then I'm going to give you a few words so I can get you out of these, um, mess with the persons and all that, okay? I just want to kind of re, um, kind of give you a, a more affirmation on these. Uh, so we're going to say, yo soy, remember, yo soy una mujer, yo soy un hombre, okay? Let's just do those with all the persons, those two words, okay? Él es un hombre, ella es una mujer. Tú eres un hombre, tú eres una mujer. Ellos son hombres. You remember that one? They are men. Ellas son mujeres. They are women. Remember that one? Now, let's do we. It's going to be more complicated because I didn't give you a lot of examples. Nosotros somos hombres. Nosotras. Somos mujeres. Okay? So we have all the words. Now, this is going to help you interact with people that speak Spanish. In a, That way you're not going to have the issue of if you say he or she or this and that. You're going to be able to say él, ella, um, nosotros, ustedes. Say, for example, you want to ask somebody, Um, do you want to eat, right? And I don't think, I don't think we have learned that, but still, quieres comer? So you, that's, that's like an example in which you can start adding your persons or tú, uh, tú quieres venir, tú quieres, you know, whatever, right? So, and then you can learn the persons and you can learn the way you add the words to the sentences, Right? Very important. That's the first thing we learn in English too, right? The I am, you are, they are, we are, all that. Okay. Now let's get rid of that for a minute and let's actually talk about some uh, words that I want to teach you because next week we are going to start using more questions, more examples, and we're going to be able to use this, this, um, this list right here. Let's talk about Uh, and I'm going to probably give you just a few because I know we have extended. Um, it was a long, long lesson. So I don't want to overwhelm you. Do you remember last um, in the second podcast when we talk about Casa de Cambio and I told you Casa means home? That's an easy peasy. Okay. So Casa, C-A-S-A, C-A-S-A, -A. Casa means home or house, actually. Sorry. Okay, so now let's talk about 
what do you, the first thing when, that you see when you get to a door, a house is a door. And that's say puerta, P as in pole, U as an umbrella, R as in rabbit, T as in Tom, A as in apple. Puerta. Okay? So then we have casa, house. We have puerta, door. Then let's teach you another word. I'm just going to do five this time. Okay, guys? The next one is going to be ventana. What does ventana mean? That means window. Okay? So V as in Victor, E as in elephant, N as in Nancy, T as in tomato, A as in apple, N as in Nancy, A as in apple. Ventana. Okay, that's window. So now we have house, door, and window. Casa, puerta, ventana. So we have those three words that are very important when you are talking about a house. Now, uh, kitchen. This is a, a double uh, free point word because kitchen is called cocina, and I'm going to spell it for you, but that also means the verb of cooking, okay? So basically, you're learning how to say kitchen and, and cooking at the same time, okay? Cocina, C as in Oscar, O as in, I mean, C as in cat, oh my God, sorry. C as in cat, O as in Oscar, C as in cat again, I as in igloo, N as in Nancy, A as in apple. Cocina, okay, do you remember your questions? ¿Dónde está la cocina? Where is the kitchen? You remember that? So now you can form another phrase. You can also use the same question to say, ¿Dónde está la casa? ¿Dónde está la puerta? ¿Dónde está la ventana? Right? And again, cocina also means cook. But I'm not going to give you that example today because that's going to make it a little it needs more time so I can explain to you how to use the word as the verb rather than just, you know, the kitchen. I want you to feel good about being able to say, I know the question, the, the persons were very complicated, you guys. It's still hard for me when I'm trying to explain it and I be thinking my brain goes back and forth, English and Spanish. So again, I don't want you to feel, I don't want you to feel bad if you think it's still very complicated, because again, it is to me and, um, and it's going to be okay. You're going to be just fine. Now, the last word that I'm going to give you, because I said I was only going to give you five words today. I owe you five more. Okay. So the next word is going to be an easy one. It's called Sala. S as in Sam, A as in Apple, L as in Lori, A as in Apple. And sala means living room. Very easy. Sala. Easy peasy. ¿Dónde está la sala? You see? These five words you can use with your same question that you already should be a master of, right? ¿Dónde está whatever? ¿Dónde está el taxi? ¿Dónde está el hospital? ¿Dónde está el doctor? Or, you know, all that, right? ¿Dónde está la casa? ¿Dónde está la cocina? ¿Dónde está la puerta? ¿Dónde está la ventana? ¿Dónde está la niña? 
Okay, so all these you can use with anything that is feminine. ¿Dónde está la niña? But now let me, let me give you a, a trick one to practice for next week. ¿Dónde está el niño? Okay, so practice that. Use that, practice that, practice the persons, the, you know, yo, tú, él, ellos, nosotros, ustedes, all that. Practice those. But also, when you get overwhelmed with that, just ask these questions. So you can kind of take your brain out of all that uh, complicated stuff and bring it out to stuff that you already are familiar with. Okay? When, when something is really overwhelming you, just take a step back, do something that you're familiar with, and then go back to it. That way, you're not going to be frustrated. Okay? And breathe. I always tell my kiddos that. Just breathe. It really does help, guys. Not that we're not breathing all the time, but, you know, do a little more breathing. So, again, practice that and use, and hopefully next week you're going to feel more familiar and you're going to feel better about it. We're going to use more examples and we're going to add more to those persons and phrases. So that's what I want you to practice. But if you don't, it doesn't matter. You can always listen to the episode again and get familiar with it. And I'm going to be here to help you and give you more examples and more words, okay? So I'm going to say goodbye for today. I really thank you so, so much for having listened to us on this fourth episode. A little tougher episode, guys. And, but you know what? You're a warrior. You're here. And you, if you made it through here, that means that you won already. Okay, so I hope you have a wonderful week and I hope you come back next week and keep listening to us and, and keep learning Spanish with us. So thank you so much again. Have a wonderful, wonderful week and I will talk to you next week. Hasta pronto. Adios. <laughs>